Welcome to the Women in Sport and Exercise Academic Network podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jackie Forsyth, and also co-founder of the network. The purpose of the Women in Sport and Exercise Academic Network is to grow, strengthen, and promote research on women in sport and exercise with the ultimate goal of optimizing women's athletic success and their participation. With these podcasts, we wish to bring you information from leading academics who are researching about women in sport and exercise and provide you with advice and support for the exercising female. Please remember our disclaimer that the opinions, content and recommendations contained within our podcast are for general information only and should not be substituted for medical advice, treatment or diagnosis. Dr. Mimi Zumwalt is a Professor of Orthopaedic Surgery and Director of Sports Medicine at Texas Tech University. Mimi is co-editor of the book The Active Female Health Issues Throughout the Lifespan and also a contributor to the book The Exercising Female Science and Its Application. Mimi has a colourful profile having spent two years as a flight surgeon, having served in Iran and Iraq and she holds the title of reigning champion for her age group for the Tri Fitness World Challenge. In this podcast I talk to Mimi about her work as an orthopaedic surgeon. We talk about factors that are thought to increase injury incidence in the female athlete and also about the applied work that she does on injury prevention through exercise. So I'm delighted to be talking to Mimi today, who's an orthopaedic surgeon, and uh, you also contributed a chapter in our book, The Exercising Female, which was about female-specific issues in terms of neuromuscular injury. So can you just very simply just start by talking about some of the issues that females have in terms of prevalence for different types of injury? Yes, Jackie, and I appreciate uh, this podcast as well. This is my first time in uh, London, and um, it's very exciting to be here meeting you and chatting with you as well. And so I um, I operate, or I'm, I'm a surgeon by trade, but my passion is in fitness and in prevention of injuries, as you know. And so what, we, uh, what I find in my research and in, in my reading and writing is that um, before... Uh, puberty, females tend to have uh, similar uh, landing mechanics as compared to males, but after the adolescent period when they undergo hormonal changes, sex-specific hormones as estrogen, uh, widen the pelvis in preparation for childbearing, um, during play and sports and team um, activities, they land differently to where it puts a more injurious force on the knee and tearing the ACLs up to eight or nine times more than males. What we do find through my um, study and my training and also uh, working with young female athletes along with the program that we devise with my ethic trainers, physical therapists, Ally Health, is that before the, uh, and jumping off of a box, before they go through the hormonal changes, they land with, with more parallel knees and they land with more of a flexed knee position. Whereas after the hormonal changes during the adolescent period, uh, they land with the knees collapsing in and also straighter body with uh, the weight bearing line posterior 
causing a more injurious force on the ACL, causing um, a higher incidence of tears. And can you train this, therefore? <coughs> so can you train the females to recruit their hamstrings, for instance, or land more symmetrically? Yes, and what there are uh, several studies uh, and numerous, uh, numerous programs in, in the world and, and several in the U.S., that uh, work with female athletes and studies have found that incorporating plyometrics, balancing on one leg, uh, jumping off of a platform and then rebounding, uh, working on core and proprioception, uh, that we can train uh, to help females land more like males uh, to where their knees are more parallel or have various force using the hips to absorb the shock of the landing on impact with the ground uh, and recruiting the hamstrings before actually or the same time as quads. Uh, females are more quad dominant, meaning that they recruit their quadriceps first to extend their knees so that was they, uh, they land in straight knee position and straight trunk position. So if we recruit the hamstrings, just like the males, they would land in more flexed position and they, we also strengthen their core they land also with the center of gravity more in line with the limb rather than posterior, and then that way you protect the ACL. So if individuals on their own wanted to improve their landing techniques or yes. decrease their risk of injury, therefore, can they find out about the program that you've developed by looking online? Yes, they can look online. I've uh, written chapters in a few books that I've edited and I'm on the third edition of that right now which you're contributing to and also the chapter in, in the book that, that you and and Dr. Clamory uh, Roberts have just published uh, this past Exercising Female. Uh, the book that I have is The Active Female but I also contribute to another uh, book called Pain and Women's, it's called The Female. It's similar to the chapter I contribute in your book. They can find it online uh, if they, uh, under my name or they can actually Google it, strength conditioning program for ACL injury protection, and a lot of literature will, will come up. And you said to me in the future that you might be trying to develop an app, is that right? Would that be specific to training to reduce injury? Not specifically, but now that you mentioned it, that's I a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> the, the app that, I've, that I want to develop at Jack is actually for fitness and wellness. You know, that's my passion. So it's really my profession, but fitness is my passion. And you yourself know as well, and I, I, we're busy professionals, it's hard for us to find time throughout the day to be active. So what I'm looking at is I've developed 75 exercises, bodyweight exercises. 75? Yes, yes. 75. <laughs> I've, yes, I've, I'm not really good about, uh, about filming and all that, and I've voiced over uh, instructions and techniques on um, on strength and also core and also cardio um, different exercises that you can do anywhere anytime and what I like to do is this app will have a timer on it that um, you can put on your smartphone to remind yourself to get up and move it will be a playlist you can pick whatever playlist you want you can have your own playlist so I can have suggestion for the playlist is a combo combination of of strength core and cardio uh, five or ten minutes because studies have shown that even 
uh, five, ten minutes a few times a day is better than, than not any at all. And because as well as being an orthopaedic surgeon, you have this passion about fitness and you yourself have been involved in various fitness activities and won awards, prizes, competitions. Is that right? Can you well, tell me more about that? Well, yes, yes. They, uh, they, my, my friends, family, colleagues, uh, relatives, students, residents think I'm totally crazy because in my late 50s and I find Jackie that uh, I am able to maintain my fitness level and in some cases even be better at it and what I, I find now is through my years of, of fitness and weight training has, has actually helped me uh, to be better at my profession too because as you know orthopedic surgery can be quite physical so what I, I was in the military before and I was involved in some obstacle course training and things like that and I was deployed to the Gulf War and through my uh, training military, which has helped to also fund my medical education and my residency, um, after I, I left uh, the military, I needed something to keep myself motiv more motivated to stay in shape and also set an example, of course, for my patients and others. So um, I started with bodybuilding, but I found it was too strict in terms of the diet and um, it was too much on the body, the changes and all that and it's too subjective. And, and then I evolved into powerlifting because I wanted something completely objective. But then I thought, well, gosh, is lifting heavy maybe not be best for your joints over time? So I evolved into more of a fitness, more of a fitness wellness type of, of competition. And I missed obstacle course racing in the military, so now I'm, I'm involved in something called the Tri-Fitness, which is two obstacle course races, and I'm sure you can see, see some online if you'd like, um, similar to like a mini ninja, <laughs> mini ninja, but two obstacle courses, bench, so it's everything. Um, so obstacle course is agility, of course, um, and a lot of athletic uh, power moves, <laughs> things like that that actually is difficult to train, but it's, it helps with the entire body. And then strength, bench press, box jump, shoulder runs. I also I'm not really good at dance, and I used to be I used to dabble in tumbling way back when in my teenage years, but I have injuries. So, but there's a dance part as well, and there's also physique, which is hardest part for me because I I'm not it's more difficult for me to be in front and showcasing. I'd rather do the athletic part, but it's more of a complete competition in terms of it challenges the whole body. In different ways and it helps me to keep uh, in check my body in check and and now what I find Jackie is I I always tell them way back when it's like I just I just want to be stronger faster more powerful and I also lead um, physical training for the for the military the uh, ROTC as well but now I train smarter I, I tell people train smarter prevent injuries because I've also injured myself but I had not I, I injured my shoulder in an off course but I, I've not operated on myself so what I tell people now is you must listen to your body and train to keep in shape or work out for health and it's a it's a lifelong habit that you must get into that mindset when I compete I compete not to defeat others but to actually better myself to to have a, a feeling uh, of accomplishment that I've done something and so that's what I, I I try to tell others as well compete for yourself and against yourself and about that when you say training smarter 
Is it because of the diversity of different types of exercise you're doing? Because sometimes you get injuries that have resulted from repeated activity of the same type. So ACL injuries are quite common in sports such as football, soccer, where you're, you're making sudden movements and you're repeating the same kind yes. of action and you're constantly putting strain on the knee joint. Would that be right? So it's almost to have a balance in your training. Absolutely, Jackie, yes. And what studies have found, overuse injuries is extremely common in athletes or in active females. So what, what you're, you're saying is, is absolutely correct in terms of what we, what we try to do is, is a mix is 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 a cross training as well we call it uh, a variety different exercises that way you don't put the same stresses on the same body parts mm -hmm. to help preserve what I tell people is this how can you how how can you keep on going so I, how can I not the mm -hmm. question is how can I not I strive and I I'm gonna tell you two words that I always, it's my motto in life, that I, every time I, I give a talk, I teach my students. And also I tell my kids that it's two words. One is Japanese root word called Kaizen, K-A-I-Z-E-N. It means continuous improvement. And then the other is Elan, is a French root word for, um, if you look at the literal translation, it's vigorously. So for me, I translate into passion. So what I tell people is, if you strive to improve, better yourself, anything that you do, any role in life that you're involved with, and approach it with passion, do it, give it all that you can, then you will succeed. And, and my charge is to help others. I, I, I'm living the American dream right now, and I'm so thankful that I, I have opportunity to do that. And I want to impart that on others, and I, I try to teach them, hey, if if you're passionate about something, you too can achieve your own American dream anywhere, anytime, with, any, with anything. Is it frustrating though, as an orthopedic surgeon, that sometimes you only get to deal with the end point? So people come to you after having done something to their bodies that is not maybe appropriate, that has resulted them in getting an injury. You're then dealing with the consequences and not being able to do to put in preventative measures. Yes. Is it sometimes too late, for instance, when somebody has an ACL tear, the the rehabilitation process? It's almost like they're beyond, not beyond help, but it would have been better had they done these things and put Absolutely. your words of wisdom um, into plan beforehand, but now it's too late, so it's well, it kind of frustrating because you're dealing with somebody who's got an injury. And and you, you're, you're very wise in your words on, on asking me that question, and I, but I would say we learn from, unfortunately, we learn from our mistakes, we learn from things bad things happen to us but what I what I say is so that's why I say I'm I cut for a living but I'm from the Eastern uh, mindset the way I I would like to prevent injuries and surgeries for patients if possible so I actually help them to do if they would pay attention to prevention and help them to rehab before the next injury and then a rehab after an injury or and or surgery to help to keep their body strong, to prevent a similar injury later. But, you, but, but you're right, so what I'm trying to do is try to prevent them from injuring themselves in the first place because 
well, as you know, once you injure a body part, it's never the same. It matters not how good the surgery, but what we can do. And, and I'm the prime example is I actually needed surgery for my own shoulder, but if not, I, I rehab myself, the muscles. And now I know what to avoid to prevent the injury to the same body part or the, the same injury to the other side of my body. So prevention is extremely important. And what are the next steps for you? Well, <laughs> that that what we call in in the uh, in the states this is a loaded question. I um I love what I do, Jackie, and I what I want to do is expand. And I I love being here because I'm able to impart my knowledge and share what I've uh, I have knowledge with others and learn from others. So my next step is just keep on doing what I love doing is to travel and make new connections and reconnect with with those that I've met. It's been it's been a wonderful experience and I, I I hope to spread it all around the world if possible. I mean I I know I can't I can't get to everybody, but I think once we spread the word and hopefully it's a chain reaction the way you and my other colleagues spread the word and and hopefully we we can have a a healthier and I wouldn't say injury free but that's that's the ideal situation but less injuries help prevent uh, injuries in others everywhere well that's just a great message and something lovely to finish on so many thanks for spreading the word for giving your words of wisdom for trying to get us to do a little bit more in terms of prevention, to use you as a role model so that we can follow you in your late 50s, well. doing all this exercise. <laughs> this is yeah, absolutely well. fantastic. It's been a pleasure chatting to you well, today. The pleasure is, is, is really mine, Jackie, and I appreciate the opportunity to, uh, to speak about what I love, my passion and, and my life. Thank you so much. Thank you.